big house was bathed in blue late afternoon shadows. Emma gazed out at rippling Lake Mondak, far enough from the hill to catch some descending sun. Now, in early spring, the surrounding area was scruffy, reminding her of wet hackles rising from a guard dog's back. The house was much nicer than they could otherwise afford. They'd bought it through foreclosure, and she knew from the moment she'd seen it that this was the perfect vacation house. Silence. The Colonial also had a pretty colorful history. The owner of a big meatpacking company in Chicago had built the place before World War II. It was discovered years later that much of his fortune had come from selling black market meat, circumventing the rationing system that limited foods here at home to make sure the troops were nourished. In 1956, the man's body was found floating in the lake, He was possibly the victim of veterans who had learned of his scheme and killed him, then searched the house, looking for the illicit cash he'd hidden there. No ghosts figured in any version of the death, though Emma and Stephen couldn't keep from embellishing. When guests were staying here, they'd gleefully take note of who kept the bathroom lights on and who braved the dark after hearing the tales. Two more snaps outside, then a third. Emma frowned, You hear that? Again, that sound outside? Stephen glanced out the window. The breeze kicked up now and then. He turned back. Her eyes strayed to her briefcase. Caught that, he said, chiding. What? Don't even think about opening it. She laughed, though without much humor. Work-free weekend, he said. We agreed. And what's in there? she asked, nodding at the backpack he carried in lieu of an attaché case. Emma was wrestling the lid off a jar of cocktail olives. Only two things of relevance, Your Honor. My Le Carre novel and that bottle of Merlot I had at work. Shall I introduce the latter into evidence? Voice fading, he looked to the window, through which they could see a tangle of weeds and trees and branches and rocks the color of dinosaur bones. Emma, too, glanced outside. That I heard, he said. He refreshed his wife's martini. She dropped olives into both drinks. What was it? Remember that bear? But he didn't come up to the house. They clinked glasses and sipped clear liquor. Stephen said, You seem preoccupied. What's up, the union case? Research for a corporate acquisition had revealed some possible shenanigans within the Lakefront Workers' Union in Milwaukee. The government had become involved and the acquisition was temporarily tabled, which nobody was very happy about. But she said, this is something else. One of our clients makes car parts? Right. Kenosha Auto, see? I do listen. She looked at her husband with an astonished glance. Well, the CEO, it turns out, is... An absolute prick. She explained about a wrongful death case involving components of a hybrid car engine, a freak accident, a passenger electrocuted. The head of their R&D department? Why, he demanded I return all the technical files. Imagine that. Stephen said, I liked your other case better, that state representative's last will and testament, the sex stuff. Shh, she said, alarmed. Remember, I never said a word about it. My lips are sealed. Emma speared an olive and ate it. And how was your day? Stephen laughed. Please, I don't make enough to talk about business after hours.
The Feldmans were a shining example of a blind date gone right, despite the odds. Emma, a U of W law school valedictorian, daughter of Milwaukee, Chicago money. Stephen, a City College Bachelor of Arts grad from the Brew Line, intent on helping society. Their friends gave them six months tops. The Door County wedding, to which all those friends were invited, had occurred exactly eight months after their first date. Stephen pulled a triangle of brie out of a shopping bag, found crackers, and opened them. Oh, okay, just a little, Emma said. Snap, snap. Her husband frowned. Emma said, Honey, it's freaking me a little. That was footsteps. The three vacation houses were eight or nine miles from the nearest shop or gas station and a little over a mile from the county highway, which was accessed via a strip of dirt poorly impersonating a road. Marquette.